Welcome everybody to Common Sense Christianity. I'm your host Ethan Foster here today with another episode and this will be coming out on Christmas so I will wish you a Merry Christmas. And uh, before I forget once again, I've been forgetting the past couple episodes to do a verse of the day. So I have one right here and it's from Isaiah 9-6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. One of my favorite Bible verses, that is such a beautiful verse from Isaiah, a prophecy um, for the Messiah. And with that, let's go ahead and get started. So we're going to do another Christian political ep- issues episode from, this article again comes from the Washington Post. We will get back to apologetics very soon, but there's been a lot of news going on regarding Christianity. And I just wanted to talk about it once again so there a few days ago i guess uh christianity today today publicly um condemned president trump and supported the impeachment uh of the president and i'm not going to give much of my political views on this because this is a i try and be non-political on here but stay objective regarding christianity so uh, let's just go to read what they say here um the the decision by Christianity Today to publish an editorial describing President Trump as immoral and calling for his removal drew immediate rebuke from the president himself, who called that outlet a far-left magazine. The piece drew nearly 3 million unique visitors to the magazine's website and became the talk of TV news shows over the weekend. At the same time, the longtime centrist right evangelical magazine saw a rush of canceled subscriptions, and an even greater wave of new subscribers. Mag- magazine president Timothy uh, Dar- Darlam said, Both he and the author of the editorial, re- retiring editor-in-chief Mark Galley, could also face personal and professional consequences, according to interviews with several other, cons- other conservative Christian leaders and Writers who in the past have spoken out critically about Trump. Now, again, I'm not going to express um, my political beliefs on Trump's impeachment in this. At least I'll try not to. Uh, but why why exactly is a Christian magazine saying these type of things? I, I honestly think Christians should leave uh, not not religion out of politics, but... You you have to remain objective about it. You, you can't just be a, a Christian magazine that represents the the evangelical community, a major one, in fact. Uh, you you can't just sit here and the a majority of evangelicals, eighty percent, I believe, support Trump. So this is as uh, if you're trying to make money, this is a stupid move. But then again, I I just think it's not in their place to do that. And that's that's up for someone to decide off of objective facts. If I've never read Christianity Today, so I don't necessarily know their goals as a newspaper or what, whatever they are. They're just you should be, remain objective, provide the facts, and then just let people decide. That's the way news should go. And I I have always had this opinion with the media, like the Washington Post, of as we all know, leans more to the left. Or in the New York Times. Why can the news not just provide objective facts and let people decide? Why does politics have to invade everything? This is why our country is so polarized. Because we all just listen to one point of view. That's why I try and be objective on this show. Because I don't want 
this podcast to be another one of those. And if you're just getting all your information from me, I, I hope not. Because <laughs> I'm wrong all the time. You need to go and look at other people. Like, listen, when it comes to religion, listen to Richard Dawkins. Listen to Christopher Hitchens. Also, listen to the Christians. William Lane Craig. Dr. Frank Turek. Me. I mean, you have to be objective in order to make an educated dec- decision. So let's go ahead and continue this. this they described lo- losing book sales. Conference attendees, donors, church memberships, and relationships. Obviously, because you attacked a president that has huge evangelical support. Journalist Nasworth, who has worked for the Christian Post website since 2011, said he quit his job Monday because the website was planning to publish a pro-Trump editorial that would slam Christianity today. Nasworth, who sits on the editorial board as politics editor, said the website has sought to represent both sides and publish both pro- and anti-Trump stories. I never got the gist they were uh, gung-ho Trumpian types, Nasworth said. Everything has been uh, escalated with the Christianity Today editorial. Nasworth, who has been critical of Trump and suggested leaders who supported him have traded their moral authority said he doesn't know what he will do next. I said, if you post this, you're saying now you're on Team Trump, he said. He said he, said he was told that what the news outlet wanted to do. I'm just shocked that they would go this path, he said. Adding that even though, even though he felt forced to make the decision to quit, the, part, the parting was a mutual agreement between him and the outlet. Again, I will stress this. Christian newspapers, one, should not be fighting each other because Christians, especially in today's time, need to be united and fight against the common enemy. Two, Christians should not pick sides like this. When, when I'm deciding between two presidential candidates, I don't just go with one because I'm a Christian. Trump obviously does not represent the more... the. Um, moral capacity of a Christian. He's not a very moral man. Neither was Hillary Clinton. So with that, you cannot decide on who's more moral necessarily because both of them were evil, crooked people. You have to decide by who represents your rights better. So when Christians flat out endorse President Trump, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You have to calm down here. Christians treat Trump like he's the second coming of Christ, a lot of them. You can't just defend the man on everything. He is still a morally screwed up person. But that, but I also disagree with uh, this person saying that they have sold their, what, sold their morality to Trump or whatever he said earlier in the article. That's just not true either. The, we have to stop being so polarized in our politics. And Christians need to stop going so far on both sides of the aisle. And stop accusing each other. So Christians have to be united as a church, as a body in Jesus Christ. That is the only way we can save Christianity in this country. The, the division is tearing us apart. Since the editorial, many Trump supporters have decried Christianity today as irrelevant and even elite. On Sunday... 200 evangelical leaders and other Trump supporters issued a letter slamming the publication. It was signed by many on the President's Evangelical Advisory Committee, 
pastors of Pentecostal and Southern Baptist churches and Christian musicians such as Brian, Brian and Jen Johnson and Michael Tate. Other evangelical leaders were planning a letter in support of the magazine that will come out Tuesday. Darlingpole Dar- said Monday that the magazine has lost 2,000 subscriptions but gained 5,000, with the letter coming from a younger, more diverse, and more global audience. We don't like to lose anyone, he said. We need to stay in conversation with one another even when we disagree, which, again, I agree with completely. We need to put the objective facts out there and let people make their own decision. Darlingpole, who wrote a piece Sunday about the editorial, said editors have received an enormous outpouring of notes and messages speaking in deeply emotional terms about their gratitude. Clearly, there was a profound yearning for some evangelical institution or leader to stand up and say these things, Darlingpole said. One of the most consistent phrases was, stay strong. People are rallied to the flag, and they were afraid we would abandon them, afraid we'd buckle under pressure and bend the knee. And then their disillusionment would be even worse than before. Bible teacher Beth Moore tweeted that what Christianity Today did was costly for both Galley and the magazine. The ramifications are legit, she wrote. It would be so much easier to keep your mouth shut. We could have just gone down the road safe and sound. That's why my hat's off to him. And uh, I'm, I'm just going to start reading that because we have the basic point here. Christianity Today, whether you agree with them or not, should not have commented uh, personally on the Trump impeachment. You should present the objective facts of what's happening and the evidence about him colluding with Ukraine or whatever. Just present the facts and let people decide. And also, I will just tell people watching the who's been keeping track of the impeachment, uh, stay objective. Don't come in uh, with... Your decision already made. That is a mistake that Republicans and Democrats have done. They've stayed totally partisan on this issue. You have to remain objective. That is the most important thing when it comes to apologetics, when it comes to politics, when it comes to Christianity itself. You have to remain objective, and you must always, always listen to the other side and have a logical discussion about it and and don't slam other people down. That is a mistake that Christians have been making. That is why the church has been so divided, and that is why we are losing this battle with the dominant social culture. And with that, we'll go ahead and close. Thank you for listening to this episode of Common Sense Christianity. As always, I'm your host, Ethan Foster. If you have any questions, complaints, or whatever, if you just want to talk to me, email me at commonsensechristianitypodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you share this um, with your friends, family, neighbors, whoever's interested in common in Christianity, I should say. And... Have a Merry Christmas. Enjoy the holidays. Uh, Enjoy having time off of school if you're my age. And until next time, I'm Ethan Foster. This is Common Sense Christianity. You just listened to an episode of Common Sense Christianity. I'm your host, Ethan Foster, as always. And we love doing this for you guys. Please share the podcast with your friends and family if you like it. And frankly, even if you don't, Uh, subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star review so that more people can hear the word of God. And until next time, God bless you.